welcome, 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 welcome back. Becky left the chat. Mixtapes. June Potpourri episode. How's everybody doing today? Jen, how you doing? I am... I am here. That's it. It's all we can I ask for. I am doing... I am here. I am doing I am here? <laughs> is that like a mantra? Like, is that going to be like a slogan that you're going to put on a shirt? I am doing I am here. Like, how are you? I am doing I am here. Like... Oh, man. I was watching uh, Instagram Reels before. Mm. And there's one with this, like, it shows a picture of, like, a guy in a beautiful forest. And there's this, like, beautiful music. And it's like, uh, the, the next part of your healing journey, you should get to the point where you can just tell anyone to go fuck themselves. And it was, it was really funny. Anyway. I might cut that. So you're doing well. Is that is that what I got? I guess. You're here, you're doing well. This is our potpourri episode. So this is our just kind of mishmash for the month of June of 92. Uh, I am your host, Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hi. Who is here. I'm doing. She's made it. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get this episode out on time. Get back to our regular scheduled program. Ooh. But this episode is for... As we discussed, June 92 potpourri. We had a couple different topics we wanted to talk about. We're going to run down some news and news and notables. Do you think that's how you spell potpourri? Uh, poot, puri, okay, potpourri. Okay, great. Potpourri, potpourri. I will put on the. I always, <laughs> Pat always says I'm going to put stuff on the Instagram and then I never do. But I will put um, his abbreviation for Blockbuster Night. Yeah. For everyone to enjoy. Um, we started talking last time uh, on the movie feed about Blockbuster and kind of the downfall of all of that and where that stood in the 90s. So we are going to... That was actually the music, music. episode. What, yeah. Yeah, whatever it, it was. It was totally we, out of left field. Yeah, we, we put a pin in it. So we're going to come back and talk more about that conversation and kind of how we feel about that because this is a spa- space we can. And especially especially this time of year because this is the time that uh, parents and everybody, uh, you got your kids now coming home. For the summer. And we have one more thing to discuss. Talk about the old and the new. Field day. Everybody remembers that in June. It's just a random thing that you had, uh, you know. I bet in the South they did it in May. And apparently they call it sports day overseas. Mm, well, so, let's, sports day. let's crack a can of your favorite beverage. And get ready for some June potpourri. I cracked it. So, when looking at the news, uh, the biggest thing that I can recall that was a gaffe slash problem for someone happened in this month. Um, as we know, in some of the other things we've discussed, we just discussed in our last episode the Bill Clinton saxophone. Did you just say saxophone? Saxophone, saxophone, whatever. <laughs> Meaning, I really Arsenio hope Hall. that you said saxophone because talking at that's a whole lot of funny. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't, but I should have. But in your mind, you that like works. It. So the Bill Clinton saxophone playing on our single <laughs> hall was introducing him to an audience because he's trying to be the Democratic challenger for the presidency in November. And lo and behold, the incumbent, Dan Quayle, who uh, there was a joke in the Arsenio Hall episode was uh, making fun of Dan Quayle and Murphy Brown and about how we should, uh, you know, his running mate should be Murphy Brown's kid and all that good stuff. But Dan Quayle was at a school. And he was overseeing the spelling bee. Jen, spell potato for me. (laughs) 
P-O-T-A-T-O. There's no E at the end, right? If you pluralize it, it then becomes O-E-S. But what about potato? There's no E at the end. Unless you're the vice president of the United States. (laughs) Yes. This was such a big deal. It was huge. I still remember it. It's one of those things like before, I would say before probably, hmm, what would you say? Before maybe like when that guy threw the shoe at George W. Bush, would that be like the la- the, the next thing you remember where they always talk about like wild shit that happened like on camera? Yeah. Right? Because it was maybe. like that and then there would be a bunch of Obama stuff that people would just do, but it really it really wasn't that big of a deal. I mean... And then obviously, you know, our current political climate. I, but I mean, huge. like, when Bill Clinton was the president, I kind of feel like there was a big deal then too. No, but... You're I'm, not talking about scandals. You're I'm talking, talking about like, things that just like sunk people. That they were just like... Like, it was like this somehow sunk him because he <laughs> spelled potato wrong. Actually, maybe I take that out of context because this was him on the running trail. Like, I remember, do you remember Howard Dean when he, like, yelled? He's like, yeah! And that was, like, a whole big thing on his campaign. Yeah. He's like, and, like, then everyone's just like, nah, whatever that was, like, we're out on you. <laughs> it's like, whatever this is with Dan Quayle, we're like, nah, we're, we're just... It's like Al Gore, like, I invented the internet. People are like, nah, like, we're good. Like, it's not... You know, it's just funny. <laughs> Because this is just such a silly thing, but I guess he was reading from a card and added in the E or something like that. It just became such huge news. I didn't even know he was reading that from a card. I yeah. Thought. That makes it even worse. Right. So it was and like spelled wrong on a card. So I think he like, spelled listen, it wrong when the kid did it. Some people aren't good spellers. Like, I feel, but man, this was a big well, deal. I loved it. This goes, time. this goes back to like, uh, you know, and flashes forward to our conversation here that we're going to have in a minute about Blockbuster. Yeah, people aren't good spellers. And like nowadays, you don't think about it. Because if I type you a text, either it's going to autocorrect or give me an emoji for what I'm looking for. If I get vaguely close to what I'm trying to do. But back then, nobody had that. So like if like everybody had to know, you had to know how to spell potato. That's like a thing you had to know. He was in a grade school. Yeah, he was there. Like you have to know how to do that. He is the vice president. You're the vice president. That's like, there's certain things that we take for granted now. Because yeah. they're just automated for us. You know, like... A lot of simple math, a lot of simple spelling. Like, this is just, like, this is kind of embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. And it was a big deal about how embarrassing it was. Like, I didn't know it was spelled potato. Yeah. And some may no, say... No, it's a big deal, yeah. Some may say, like, this is some of the stuff that, like, helps sink them, you know, a little bit, depending on where you go. Because, like, this is bad publicity, right? Like, this this guy's so, yeah. so stupid he can't spell <laughs> potato. Obviously, it's not true, right? But it's just what I followed mean, him. It's what follows him. He spelt it wrong, and apparently you just told me that he had it spelt right. No, he had it spelled wrong on a card, I believe. That's what that's what this is. So on the oh, card, wait. it was spelled wrong. Wait, is it a card that he wrote out? No. Or? So the someone so like you're he's doing the spelling bee. So he's like, okay, your word is potato, and so when the I want to see this it, card. I want to see this card because well, I kind of feel like that sounds like what you would say if you get caught not knowing how to spell potato. Let's take a <laughs> like, moment to go down the way back. In the, in the way back van? Van. Potato. Spelling. Vice president. Okay. When I type it in in my Google Bombs, a minor slip up. He led the spelling bee for sixth grade students. The potato incident. Working from an inaccurate flashcard prepared by a teacher. He corrected the kid when the child spelled potato on the blackboard, making the boy add an unnecessary E. And he would never hear the end of it. The media assault for this goof was truly relentless. 
Yeah, you see, I didn't even remember it being from a spelling bee or anything like that. I thought he just randomly spelled potato wrong. I had no idea that it was, like, on a card wrong. The Okay, so I'm going to read you something that I have here. I don't know what website, but allegedly the kid that was 12 <laughs> said, quote, it showed that the rumors about the vice president are true, that he's an idiot. I don't know if I can believe that, but I mean, this just sits there forever, wherever you go. I'm sure it's true. It's like, know, what president cannot spell potato? Dan Quayle. <laughs> it's like on his Wikipedia page. Was potato ever spelled with an E? No. no. It wasn't. Where's Dan Quayle from? Potatoes. <laughs> it's just like everything is potato. Wait, where is he from? Wouldn't it be funny if he's from like Idaho? Indianapolis, Indiana. I mean, I feel like that's... No. Um. <laughs> I mean, here's the video. Spell potato. I mean, now we, we don't need to... We don't need to go further than we've gone. We'll, we'll leave it oh, at that. Man. Potato. That's it. So that was like a huge news story. Still around now. God, it still was a silly. Huge thing. And it was back in the day when like political scandals, for the most part, were very... You know, they weren't tweeting out um, words of... Uh, prodding to dictators or, uh, you know. It was simpler times. Everybody just yelling at everybody on Twitter. It was just times where people didn't have the megaphones that every human has now. So it was very simple. Everybody just laughed and laughed in quiet and laughed in the newspaper. And everyone's like, this guy's an idiot. It was end. just, you know, people not spelling potato right. It was mm-hmm. people just throwing up on, what was it, the Japanese president? Yeah. <laughs> the other the other notes that I had that were noted notables and you tell me. Um, Shaquille O'Neal was drafted. Why would I tell you? You're telling me. Well, I'm saying if, 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 after I go through what I have, Shaquille O'Neal was drafted. So that'll be a big deal because he's going to be a huge. Oh, so this is like he. Okay. He was drafted yeah. out of LSU, so he's now drafted to the Orlando Magic. I feel like he's always been like old, not old, but like at least thirty-eight. Okay. Well, but I guess I'll, he wasn't. I'll show you some pictures of him as a kid, and you'll be like, wow, he's a giant kid. Because <laughs> yeah. he just looks like a giant, but he's a kid. <laughs> That's probably why, because he's uh, so big. So he was drafted. We had Michael Jordan winning his second championship, a back-to-back championship, two of six in the 90s. Whoop, whoop. We had the third largest earthquake in California, a 7.3, I believe, magnitude. So We're in California. It just said in California. It didn't specify. No, I didn't dive too much further because it wasn't deep dive. Have you ever felt an earthquake? Uh, I want to say yes, but I believe the answer is no. So, like, do you remember the time that we were here? How hungover were you? No, remember the time we were here and there was an earthquake and it affected here as well? Like, here being Durham, North Carolina. So we were Which in, is not where we are, but yes. Remember? Close enough. And it was like, oh, and, like, something happened. Like, we were in a Target. And, like, I'm not saying we, like, felt that, but something just felt, like, weird for a second. But, like, nothing. It wasn't like the Target shook yeah. or anything really happened. And then, like, we looked at our phones and it found that there was an earthquake that you could have felt all the way down to where we were. So I was like... You asked, and but I'm like, But it wasn't oh. even, you could feel it down to where we were. It's like, you could specifically feel it on Long Island or in the Raleigh-Durham area, and I think somewhere in Virginia. It's not like it was the whole eastern seaboard. Right. It was so, like these two, ran- like three random places, one where we were from and one we were visiting. Like, like I don't feel the lights went weird. out, but like something weird happened. Maybe they flickered for half a second. Something <sighs> happened, because then we like looked at our phones and we were like, wait, there was just an earthquake? Like, what? So like... 
the I answer... I think we were getting text messages. Yeah, so the answer that I have friends. is, I guess. But, I mean, it's also one of those, like... I didn't feel it. I'm like, there was a tornado that. that... Or, you know, maybe a microburst that came through our backyard in a hurricane once, and we didn't know. Um... So it's kind of like, were you there for that? Yeah, sure, but like I didn't know. This isn't tornado day; it's earthquake day. Well, those were the key things that I had in the news. I'd say earthquakes, my number one natural disaster fear. I'm gonna go ahead. A and... feeling I, that would. I mean, obviously tsunamis are worse. I'm but... gonna tell you my number one natural disaster that terrifies me, and I don't think you're gonna guess it. Hmm. Sinkhole. <laughs> Those are fucked up. Yeah. Those are fucked up. <laughs> Sinkhole. What is that? Just the ground opens up. The end. End scene. I remember at my grandma's house growing up, there was like this one area where the ground was slowly sinking. Mm-hmm. And I would just go and lay in it. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if that was okay or not. Things that we find out that go nowhere. Um, I don't know if it was okay or not. You're here now. I mean... You made it. You made it out of the uh, that you was know, my Queens, New York you. sinkhole. Oh, no, right? no. This was Massapequa. It's my other grandma. Yeah. Um, you made it out of the Massapequa, New York sinkhole, Jen. You survived. It's like, way to go. Yeah, sinkholes are fucked up. Like, I remember I was a remember kid. Remember quicksand? Like, yeah, well, that, you know. But I, I wouldn't say that that's like a... Because sinkholes can just, like, happen. Especially if you're in, like, Florida. That's just, like, a thing. They just, like, happen. Yeah, no, I'm out. Like, I'm out. Like, the idea that just at any point, that could just... No. I like to not think about sinkholes because they really freak It's me. like sinkholes and then like mudslides and then I would probably say like wildfires. That would be like one, two, three, which we don't really deal with two of them. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Hopefully it continues that way. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I like to think of the common ones and earthquakes to me. I mean, I would be terrified if I felt an earthquake. Yeah. I don't like tornadoes either. No. No. I'm no, not no, no, a fan. No. I don't like tornadoes either at all. But I mean, it's just a, that's a thing. You know, like I said, sinkholes kind of wild. I'm like, oh shit, ground just opened up. I like that less. Yeah. Anything, anyway. else, anything else with the news? <laughs> Anywho. This is the potpourri episode. You're allowed to just kind of go um, on tangents. No, I really. I mean, I think they found like a lot of like actual like worldly political news, but I didn't. I don't. That's not. That's not what we're here for. So. Yeah. Well, then we'll jump right in to our conversation about. Make it a B. A BB um, night. A BB slice of Parmesan cheese. It's a moon, so it's a night. Did you put a man in there? Is that why there's a dot? Is there's a tiny the little man on the moon. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's Andy Kaufman. Maybe you're gonna maybe you're gonna oh, go rent man on the moon from Blockbuster. What? So when we were talking last time about Blockbuster, I think the big thing we were talking about, and again to go back to the potato thing, it's like I found the best part about it was that like, so let's say. This is the way it worked for us. My dad would rarely go to the video store. If he took us, it would be because we, like, annoyed him to take us. Okay. Right? So he'd rarely go and he'd rent whatever, you know, like, not a lot. But we usually went with my mom. So for me, the the two big things would be to go rent a video game. Right? I want to go every Friday because you get a game for three days. So rent the game for the weekend. And looking at all the box art, Right? Because you didn't even know half the movies that came out or didn't come out. You may remember some if you read a review, but I always thought the box art. And it would really be like, oh, wow, look at this movie with these few people. I know on our other podcast, Shameless Plug, we were just talking about the Survivor Series, which that episode aired in a couple weeks. But we were talking about the Survivor Series from 92. And if you looked at that box and it's like, wow, Razor Ramon and Ric Flair and Macho Man and Mr. Perfect. And you had no way to know what actually happened. Right. 
or no way to have any context, you'd be intrigued. You couldn't Google it. So if you just got into it or if you weren't watching it, maybe you really don't know what happened. And you do, could... you, do you feel that you gave things... Because I, I think this is really the heart of what I was going to get to last time and what I wanted to get to now. Do you find that you gave things more of a chance because you had rented it? So you chose out of the thousand videos there to bring this one home. This was your choice. You didn't want to watch what was on TV on a Saturday night or Friday night. You chose this. And when you put it in and the first 20 minutes is a steaming pile of shit, you're like, but, I mean, I chose it. Oh, you finished it. I paid for it. You absolutely So you finish it. it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that was, like, the one thing. Because, like, (laughs) now, think about how many things you put on on, like, a streaming platform and you watch for maybe even five minutes and you're like, fuck this, I'm out. Right? And certain shows are like, oh, you got to stick around for the, you know, I think of, I think of Breaking Bad a lot where it's like, well, you got to kind of go through the first few episodes to get to a point. And it's like, I felt that way about Schitt's Creek. I know a lot of people didn't, but a lot of people do say that about Schitt's Creek. And I felt that way. It it was, um, one of the best shows that we've ever watched, but it was kind of like a slow burn. Like it really took me a while to get invested in it. The whole first season. Um, And it's like in, in the infinite at your fingertips era. That all gets lost. Like, if I had rented the Shit's Creek DVD, season one through whatever, you would have either I would have watched it all or bounced right off of it, right? But for us, when we go with my mom, she'd look at, like, everything. So she's all in the new release wall. She's walking around. She walk, does a whole lap. Then she'd maybe go into, like, the drama section, see if there was a drama she was looking for. She'd always end up with, like, five tapes, then whittle that down to, like, two or three. So it was always, like, a scene. And then each one of us might pick a tape. Was she just walking around with all her tapes? 100%. She'd be walking around with all these. Like, she was, she's, she had, like, the Blockbuster monthly pass so she can come back and forth and trade Mm -hmm. tapes when they offer that. She was all in on all the Blockbuster stuff. Loved it. But the cool part would be, you'd go and you knew that you'd be spending, like, 40 minutes to go. Because, like, when, again, in the 90s, if you're a 90s kid, if nothing's going on in your neighborhood... Right? There isn't kids around. Maybe your friends are, are out there on summer vacation. They're wherever. If nothing's going on, a trip to the store, it's like, who knows what's going to be there? But at the end of the day, you know, like, truly in your heart, you know what's going to be there. Videos. Maybe some popcorn. It did feel. <laughs> but it was just kind of, like, magical. You're like, I don't know. Like you what if they have, like, some wild thing on there? Oh, this is a laser disc. And my parents are like, we do, you can't play a late. We don't have that. You can't do that. But you're like, right. it was all magical. Right, I remember when DVDs came out, like, we didn't have a DVD player, so we're still looking in the tape section. I'm like, ah, oh, man, you want a DVD? Eventually, we got one, right? Yeah, obviously. But it's just all <laughs> of those... You're still rocking the, yeah, the VCR? Still, still VHS life. <laughs> but all those things, it's just so fun because it's, like, it's such a lost thing now where every time we talk to my mom, and I would say about 50% of the time we talk to your dad... Both of them not really tech-savvy. They're, they're asking us, did you see this show, Right. And it's like, no, because I don't know how you stumbled on that show. So then, no, there's no way I stumbled upon it. Whereas, as a kid at Blockbuster, it's like, oh, that's on the new release wall. You know? Like, when that was a thing, they yeah. would, you know, did you see the mo- Did you see the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie that came out? Right, there was 25 copies at the store. Mm-hmm. So, you were gravitating, or I would generally gravitate towards where there was the most copies of a video. Right? You're not just going to go gravitate to the niche section. Where there's only one copy of each movie until later on when they're, you know, off the wall, right? And we both worked at video stores, right? I worked yeah. at a Hollywood Video. You worked at a Blockbuster Video. I did. Um, totally cool to talk about them now because they're not around to yeah. sue us anymore. They're not around For any to disparaging uh, things. I mean, I worked yeah. at a Hollywood Video. I didn't work very hard. I did, liked it. You did. How long did you work there? 
like a summer. It was, yeah. it was a fun job. I mean, you had to rent things. You had like yeah. early, even though I know with Blockbuster, um, I think you got five rentals a week and you could rent things before they became available to the public. Mm-hmm. But then once they were new releases, I think you had to wait like 14 days or 21 days or something. Like you couldn't rent it then. So like if you wanted to see the new hotness, you had to get it before it was released to the but public. But that made sense, though, because if you 100%, think about it... I'm not complaining, but it was cool because you could go through the, the new section, but if you, God forbid, did not bring that video back mm-hmm. by the time, like, by the release date, it was like, I don't even know what would have happened. It, I, I felt like you... They made it so scary that it was like, no way, you would not bring that back. I think we, like, on the side, quote-unquote, like, broke release dates on movies you can buy... Like, I feel like we did that, but that got a little sketch because... Yeah, we did too. Like, I remember with the Lord of the Rings movies and stuff, like, that got a little sketch because they were like, you can do this, but, like, you can't download the iTunes copy. Because I, I was definitely there when you were downloading iTunes copies of stuff because they're like, if you download the iTunes copy, then someone's going to know that you got it early, right? Yeah, I think we had the same thing. Going. So it was just like, you can own it, but you can't do that for, like, a week or whatever. And it's like, yeah. okay. I forget, like, now that you said that, that, like, unlocked something in my brain. There was, like, a Christmas-ish movie or something, because it was around Christmas time, and I bought whatever it was, but it was that kind of situation, Mm -hmm. where I wasn't really supposed to have bought it. Right, because it was like, I'm going to take this money from you, let's say it was $29.99 to buy it. All right, so I'm going to take $35, right, put it to the side, because I can't bring in the transaction yet, because I can't sell you the movie yet, right? And then... You, in exchange, the manager would be like, yeah, you don't do that. I mean, again, they went defunct. They're now on their third restaurant that's in that location, so I'm not really concerned anyone's going to come get me. I don't remember the people's names. Also, like, we, the blockbuster I worked in, were pretty, we would never rent or sell anything before the release date to any customer. Like, we were really strict about that. And the blockbuster I worked at was actually, like, where the offices were, for the whole district of all those blockbusters. So right. it was like a little bit more, less laid back than other more stores. Corporate, yeah. It was more corporate. It was a huge store. Um, it was busy. It did a lot of volume. And it was like bullshit. Like, I don't know about you, but like it was just, you know, the, the polo shirt and like khakis. That was the blockbuster we thing. Were... But we had to tuck in our shirts. If you went to any blockbuster anywhere... None of them motherfuckers had their shirts tucked in. But if you walked in without your shirt tucked, it'd be like, oh, you gotta tuck your shirt in because you had all the the, the people in the back that, like, the corporate. We were, like, a blue... It was, like, a light blue shirt. And I think, like, khaki pants. It was light blue. I would think of yellow when I think of Hollywood video. No, it was, like, light blue. And I think there was, like, a thing. Sorry, white blue, like, white. But definitely it was, like, tucked in. Because I remember, like, people would, like, untuck it. Yeah. But it's such, like, a... Retail, retail, especially that retail. Now, mind you, I've been away from retail for a long time, so it's probably similar. But just people took that shit so fucking serious. Oh, my God. Like, to a level that you're like, really, man? Like, they were just douchey and shitty and, you know, not that. I feel like that's not really a thing anymore. I feel like you go out to eat, everybody's got tattoos all over their arm. But but it's it's also... People just do them. But it's also just everybody took that job so serious as if, like, you know the corporate overlords were really looking out for them. It's like, look where that got you. Because <laughs> I really feel like all of those companies could have pivoted, could have done better, right? I mean, I'm sure there's movies and books and everything else about how, you know, Blockbuster went down and this one and that one and, like, the simplicity of what Netflix did, right? Because I remember when Netflix came out 
And I remember my mom being like, oh, you spend like 10 bucks and you give them a list and then they'll send you movies in the mail. And I remember as a, you know, as a, like my hot, my thing that I collected was DVDs, right? As we know, I have tons of DVDs, Blu-ray, stuff like that. That's just what I collected. I just ended up collecting that in my mid, you know, late teens, early 20s collection of movies. And then, you know, into the mid to late 20s, because now they don't really have that as much. You know, you just don't do that. But I remember... Who are you kidding? You still buy... I buy some. I buy them, I buy them 4K to play them on the, you know, on the, on the 4K player and everything. Like, I buy them to see them in the best quality, but not like I did before. So, point being is, like, the idea that I'm going to tell you that I want to watch this movie that's coming out. And then I'm going to have to wait, like, three months before you send it to me. Was mm-hmm. stupid. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. But then where they made all the senses, they said, well, we're also just going to start the streaming thing and buy every bit of content that nobody thinks is worth anything. And they, you know, now you can see, you know, flash forward to today, they're having all sorts of issues because they've just been printing money, throwing it at all sorts of movies and projects and all sorts of things that really are not helping them when they're losing subscribers. Right. So it's almost like, if you were a blockbuster or a Hollywood video or whoever, it was like, well, if you just kept your own catalog of the things that you had and the relationships you have with your distributors, you probably could have pivoted a little bit and been something. Because I would imagine some people, if there's kids out there that have no idea. There's people out there that have no idea how like fun it could be to go with your significant other and just be like, I'm going to go to the store and just walk around. Because like I said, you never yeah. knew what was going to be there. Maybe yeah. we'll both agree on, oh, look, there's this old movie that we want to watch together. And you pick it out, you bring it up to the front, you hope that you don't have any late fees that maybe some other family member ran up on your account. Oh, no. See, this is the one thing <laughs> that's good about not having siblings. Right? Um, yo, real talk. I had a Blockbuster card for every Blockbuster within Absolutely, like a 10 or 20 mile radius. Fees. I had like five or six Blockbuster cards. And then I became a Blockbuster employee. And I never, I never like paid. I was just like, oh my god, I, owe, I, I was like, I owe other blockbusters money. Nobody cared. Like, it well, was... because everything was was individual, and it was the stupidest way to like make money too. Because like it was like it, it must have been how they were making money for the longest time. Yeah. Because you know you're renting a video for let's say four ninety nine, and they're gonna charge you like two fifty a day that you don't have it. It was one dollar a day, I think. But it went up. I think the new well, releases went up. But ha- Hollywood yes. charged like two bucks or two fifty because it was a lot. Because I remember being like, "Damn!" Never went to Hollywood because they charge you more than Blockbuster. I feel like. Right, but they I think they gave you an extra day. Did they have a dirty movie section? No. Yeah, Blockbuster didn't. That was like part of its thing. No, it, it did not. American Video did. Oh, okay. American Video. There was like two on Long Island. Their big thing was the concert tickets. They had, like, the Ticketmaster Yes, there. I used to camp out in front of it. Mm-hmm. I remember one night, I actually camped out all night to get Green Day tickets. There was one pretty close to where we lived, and then there was another one. That's the one, one I camped at, one by your old house. Because there wasn't one by my house. Which old house are you talking about? There was one the by... The one on the, you know, the North Shore, and by on 112, I think? No one's going to know what the hell we're talking about. Right, but that's not the one. There's one where I lived... There was one where I lived on, like, 25A, and then there was another one on 112. The one on 112 is by the Corn Movie Land. That's the one. It was in the corner. That became like a Dunkin' Donuts or a Starbucks. That was an American video. Then there's another one by my old house where like I grew Port up. Like Port Jeff. Yeah, but it's not. It was like, it was, it was like, east. it was further up the road. And it was by the Sweezy's that was up there. That was really far for you to go. There was a Sweezy's up there? Yeah. That, that would have been really far for you to go. Yeah, there's a Sweezy's up there. Absolutely. Or maybe it was one by Corn Movie. I don't know. Yeah. So, 
Um, Needless to say, that that was the American, and they did have a porn section. They had that. <laughs> they had that. That that's how they stayed in business. Yeah. So did uh, the one twelve video situation. But to go back to kind of what we were talking about, you know, it's it was an experience. There is so many pros to the nostalgia. There is also so many cons. Again, I'd much rather spend eleven dollars or fifteen dollars, whatever it is now for Netflix, and never encounter a late fee. Yeah, I guess I would. I would do anything. And no, never have to do- get in the car. Like, think about it. The no. main issue would be to get in the car, because going there was great, because you wanted to go on a Friday. But then you had to return those fucking two-day rentals by Sunday night. So now you got to drive back there. So depending on how far you went to get it, yeah. that was really the thing. That's why really the best of both worlds is the red box, right? But no, with... I disagree. I want to bring back video stores. It sucks. Like it was Oh, so I want to bring fun. it back too, but it's never going to happen, right? Because there's no... We don't do retail space like that. The best was like when they made those little like mailboxy flappers like on the outside of the stores mm-hmm. and you could just throw the video mm-hmm. in so you would just be like oh i don't want to leave the house today it's sunday i'm living life I'm in my pajamas all day and like you would just run up it was raining whatever it was and you could just throw throw your videos in there and you wouldn't even have the to best would be like in. i feel like hollywood was open on until 11 or 12 and it would just be like someone in their pajamas half like just half naked that would just roll up to mm-hmm. drop that video in at 11 o'clock at night so that you'd scan it before it closed. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the they're just, yeah, because they're like, ah, oh, man, got to get it back, save that two bucks. And you think about it now and you're like, my God, that's so silly to be, I'm running up to return something. Like, that just wasn't a thing. Because back in the day, at least what we're talking about now back in 92. No, but in 92, Blockbuster didn't cap it. I don't think that started until like the late, late 90s, early, like 2000s. They would just let the late fees run. So would American Video. But then it got to a point. They must... Because I know that they got sued at some point over it. Yeah. That then it was like, okay, so once you get to the cost of the video, like $30... Well, that's... They would do it, I think, for 30 days. And then you would... At least when I worked there, I'm pretty sure that's how they did it. It would be like 30 days. Because I know, because I have a few Blockbuster videos that I've kept. And I think they do charge you $30 and then you keep it. It's yours. Right. But before that, when we, like in this time, they would just charge you like a library book and be like, every day we're going to charge you. And then someone had like thousands of dollars in Jesus. fees. And then that's when they would do it. That was always like, I will say, you know, the one thing about working there, which again, this was like a late, you know, or mid 2000s thing. But like when the random person would come up. And then, like, I, I, I'll never forget, like, a guy came up, and he had, like, maybe his girlfriend. He must have been, like, in his 40s. Wasn't, like, his wife. Maybe it was his second wife. So he comes up to rent something. You know, they give you the card. You look at the account. It's, like, flagged. It's, like, $275 in late fees. <laughs> and then you're looking at the screen going, like, yo, uh, so you have, like, $275 in late fees for, like, and you start rattling off, like, Four movies that are like his ex-wife's movies, or his. Oh, uh, it's like oh, it's Kangaroo Jack and like this and like whatever. Uh, <laughs> so you got to bring the mat. It was like a whole thing. I remember it was like, well, if you give us fifty dollars now, we'll let you rent these like two movies you want to rent, oh, right? God. And it was just wild because it was just that's like what the late fee life was like. Like you want, hey, I want to get this, and there's just like these people just gatekeeping you from renting something that that just doesn't exist now. Yeah, like if you want it, 
Apple just charges you three ninety nine, and it, <laughs> you just watch it, right? There was never that like, yo, man, uh, excuse me, you owe us two hundred seventy five dollars for, you know, these seven, and then you know they're like rattling the movies, and it's like, well, you're saying you didn't watch Kangaroo Jack? Like, what are we doing? Are you saying you didn't watch Star Wars: Return of the Jedi? Like, it's on here. You returned it after forty two days. It's like, ah, oh, that was my son who got into a car accident. And then went away to college and he forgot. <laughs> and you're like, these, these wild stories. That I people mean, the stories just, like, I probably could have come up with to try and get a late fees. But I right, didn't. I just, just went to a different blockbuster. I know, That's what I, I did. Um, I'll never forget that. It was like at 10 o'clock and this guy's like arguing. And we're trying to close. Oh, and we're just no. like, dude, we just don't fucking just give us 20 bucks. Like, what do you want me to do? It won't let me rent it for you. And then you have to like, remember, it ended up being we had to get the girl to like make an account. In order to rent them these videos. Right, 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 right. Because um, it was just like, we can't rent to you, dude. Did you have, like, a pass, like, like the Blockbuster movie pass type thing? Like, I, like, when I worked there, we had the, I forget what they called it, but it was like, you could either do, you could do, like, two movies at a time. That's what my mom had. That was at Blockbuster. I don't... It started with Netflix, and then it was, because that was kind of that, and Blockbuster did a similar thing, and then Blockbuster would do, like, the in-store one, too. Yeah, I we didn't I didn't have that because by the time it was cool, like Hollywood Video, I think went under or that location closed by like you know yeah. a certain by you know probably when I got out of school maybe maybe like oh eight oh seven oh six somewhere around there like closed and it was further away than where I lived so I wouldn't it wasn't like my preferred I like Blockbuster more than I like Hollywood even when I worked at Hollywood yeah. it wasn't my preferred destination to go Blockbuster was the shit I just found that Blockbuster had more of the things I wanted Hollywood ended up. I would go to Hollywood a bunch if I was looking for a specific game because they ended up having the games more than Blockbuster. They had better did. games. They had a better game selection. They had a Game Pass too. They I did. I had that. I had that at Blockbuster. But the problem is they never had what I wanted. Because right, people would have the Game Pass and then keep the game out forever and then yep. you don't have to return it because you're basically just doing the pass. Right. Because it would be like the monthly subscription. But The mm-hmm. Lost Ark. I don't know how. We'll, we'll workshop it over the next uh, you, few years. Yeah. How, to, how to figure out how to bring all this Was back. Hollywood open on, like, holidays? Yeah. No, Blockbusters. Every day. And I remember a manager would be like, okay, everyone can pick one holiday that they don't want to work, and that was it. And you had to work every other holiday. The cool thing is that I was able to get, like, kind of, like, because I was, I don't know. I was there for kind of a long time. They liked, um, they would give me the hours. So like on Christmas, I'd be like, I really would rather just work in the morning. Cause like the blockbuster I worked at was like halfway between my house and my aunt and uncle's house. I'd go to anyway. So I would just kind of go there in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it honestly, working on holidays was the best. You would get like double time and a half. Mm-hmm. You'd literally, no one gave a shit if you talked in your shirt. We'd mm-hmm. be wearing Christmas hats. Everybody would bring in cookies and shrimps and just treats. And it was just like a party. It was so much fun. And everybody who came in, especially on Christmas or Thanksgiving, was in like such a good mood. And like our regulars would come in and bring in like things for us. And like no one was shitty. Like it was just... Everyone knew what it was about. It was actually fun. It was like, you would think it would be the worst thing ever. And then it was actually like one of my, like some of the best memories I have working at Blockbuster were on Christmas. Like it was just really a lot of fun. Well, you know, a lot of times what gets lost in the shuffle. And I mean, you know, too, because I know you worked at a bar and everything. What gets lost in the shuffle sometimes is that like the relationships you cultivate with people usually come to a head around holidays where you're like, oh, and that's what you remember. Mm-hmm. And it just gets lost sometimes. It's like, ah, oh, it's retail. Yeah. Like I don't want to work Black Friday. Because that's just a stupid thing that people made up or people act crazy. Yeah. But like, I'll go in. And, what, what am I doing Thanksgiving morning? I'll go in for four or five hours, get paid extra. Exactly. If people want to come in and rent a movie. Like, cool. Like, 
you know, at least with us, with Christmas, my dad always used to work, like, Christmas when we were young because he'd be like, other people have, like, young kids. Like, get up with, you know, because we would go out on Christmas Eve. Oh, you do the Christmas and Eve. And celebrate on Christmas Eve, and then we would, you know, Santa Claus would show up. We'd open our presents, you know, or we'd wait till, like, 11 or 12 or whatever when he got home. Otherwise, you know, he'd do, like, the breakfast shift or he'd go and work, like, you know, lunch and dinner and then come home because, I mean, he worked in the service industry. People go out. People need to be fed. Like, that's just what it is. I, so I never got that, like... Oh, man, it's the holidays and my parents are home vibe. Your dad probably worked a bunch of holidays, I imagine, too, right? No, not Christmas. Not as much? No. Yeah. Well, no, maybe not Christmas, but I mean... No, but my my aunt's house, who I went to every year on Christmas, my uncle, he worked every Christmas morning, so my two cousins would have to wake up and literally wait until, like, two or three to open their presents when my uncle got home. Mm-hmm. And I could imagine that was just torture. He worked for an airline. He worked for Pan Am, actually, and then... um. It switched to whatever, Delta, whatever. But, yeah, he uh, he worked every Christmas morning. My dad didn't. No, he always was home on Christmas. Um, yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, it was, I wasn't saying Christmas specific, but just in, in general, any of them. Like, a, a lot of people in my family are teachers, so then they would be off in the summer. So you're, you're not talking, like, Memorial Day or July 4th. Like, they're off on all of those. They're off on Thanksgiving, so that right. wasn't as much. But I mean, I think the thing is with my dad is, like, he didn't have the kind of job that really people are going to work 24 7 unless there's an emergency and most of these holidays don't or in you know the winter time not during storm season where like yeah he'd have you to go have away emergency. for like a week or two if there's like a power emergency but not like it usually didn't happen on like yeah because yeah. when because when i think about some of the better you know things and better events and, and better you know times and stuff like that when, when it comes to holidays it's always that those random holidays where you always end up you know, you think about all the holidays that, like, I enjoy. They're always just a random ones more with friends than they are necessarily with family. You know, because the family, you get stuck in the traditions, you get stuck in the things. But what ends up being cool, I always find, is, like, if your family is one of those that, like, always went to the movies on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we always have Chinese food on, on New Year's. Like, those kind of things are fun. Have you ever been to the movies on Christmas? Uh, I think I have a couple times. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I saw... Oh, I know I saw uh, Lord of the Rings on Christmas, and that I, was I'd, cool. I'd have to, I'd have to really go back to look at the movie schedule, but I think a few times. Um, definitely, like, not on Thanksgiving so much because a lot of, lot of, uh, you know, moving around. But, but Christmas, like specifically, yeah, Christmas is fun. Yeah. We definitely probably saw some stuff. I know most of the Lord of the Rings movies I saw before, like because they came out before Christmas. But so all things we like to do. The moral of the story is, I don't think there's any bringing back blockbuster unfortunate isn't there still that one in Alaska? there's still that one but i could actually understand why you'd have that one if like probably half the people don't even have like broadband internet so it would make sense yeah. that you need to be able to get these videos i do miss it it was um it made watching watching movies like an event um well i would just love and we would always fun. love you know the two for 20 three for 20 dvds use dvds two for 20 oh, yeah, so then you go too. and be like oh i really want to see this movie i can get this one with this one uh-huh. buy one get one and you just end up getting your favorite movies. That's a lot of my collection of movies ended up being, you know, previously viewed yeah. tapes. And that part would always be really fun. Previously viewed video games, stuff like that. That's that. All of that is just gone. Everything is digital. You want it, you buy it. Uh, and then and you it's too it. much. Like, honestly, like last time we were saying, it's just almost like too much. Like, there's too much. If I rented a video game as a kid and a, and a young teen, I was stuck playing that game all weekend or whatever I had. The end. You know, poor you. No, 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 no. I just mean it's (laughs) it's such a way to get 
it's just such a different way of of life, you know, because now it's like if you don't like it, don't play it. Yeah. Or you get a demo that you can just immediately download and start playing. Oh, I don't like this. Or you can go on Twitch and watch, you know, someone playing game. You can watch trailers, read tons of reviews, wait for things to be a dollar at Redbox. Like there's so many more things you can do. Back then you were just Oh, I read that this game was coming out. Oh, they have seven copies. I'm going to play it. Oh, I don't like it. Well, I got to return this in two days, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they play through it or it sits there and you return it and you're like, man, I didn't like it. You know, now it's just, it's so different. Just a, just a, you know, a little, little reminisce corner on some poot pourri that we're doing today. Poot pourri. But the last thing we had on here was field day. Usually held in June. Or probably May in the southern and it was always that wrap-up that you had where all the teachers got all their kids wearing the same shirt class of whatever field day fourth grade and uh yeah did what, you i was gonna say what was your jam what was your favorite event i'm gonna be honest i hated field day okay Respect. and i know i brought it to the table as something that i was like field day fun and exciting i was not athletic i was awkwardly tall i was this tall when i was in third and fourth grade like i was like a weird big (laughs) kid i was shy as hell and just klutzy and not cool and field day just was kind of the worst i hated it i felt like everyone was gonna watch me fail at being athletic you know like it was just it was rough like it was not my favorite day um I think there were a couple where like I had a you know a good friend in my class where we'd get to kind of hang out and that was fun um yeah but other than that it, it was like it wasn't my favorite thing but as far as events I remember this wasn't my favorite event but I did do like a sprint and I think it was like it was divided into four different classes, you know, so we're, four were competing. I think this was fifth grade. It was fifth grade. And it was a sprint. And I came in second place. And I was, like, so over the moon about it because I was like, fuck, I'm going to come in last place. It's going to be so embarrassing. And I remember being so happy I came in second place. And then this is when it takes a turn for not being great. My teacher, who was, like, a six-foot-five, like, old older guy, right, Mr. Black, he goes, wow. I would never have thought you would have it in you to run so fast, but you really did good. Like, I would never have thought, like, he really, he really hammered in that it was shocking that I came in second place. And I was like, thanks, Mr. Black. You should just look at him like somebody yelled spider. (laughs) I mean. So I was gone. But, uh. I was out of there. What was, uh, what was your favorite? So. Tell me about your field days. Field day. I remember the potato sack race. I remember the three-legged race. That was fun. I remember the water balloon toss, which mm-hmm. was also the egg toss, which I like those because I, yeah, like some of them fun. used to be like the egg toss where you throw the egg with your partner and then other ones, like other years would be like the balloon toss, same exact idea, right? You're throwing a balloon. So you start like one foot here, I throw it to you. Yeah. Then you move back a step and then you throw it and you go back and forth until there's only one person. Left. I did like those. I will say that those were fun. I enjoyed the most could just cause it was just silly. Uh, just running with the egg on the spoon. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> so like, silly. Like, what is this? <laughs> right? It's just just the game and the idea is like, we're going to strap you to another kid and you just run. I know. Like, as this fast is fine. as you can. This just drag. Because invariably, kids would end up dragging other kids, right, to try to get there to the right, finish. So right, it's just right. silly. 
but uh, I did enjoy the, uh, the the tosses the best, I think, you know. And sometimes those were more like family events too, whatever it was, but I enjoyed those where yeah. it'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to just see who can throw the egg the most and you're just, invariably somebody would be, you know, 20 yards away from each other chucking a fucking egg and you're like, what goes on, you know? <laughs> And then it just explodes. It's it's those are fun, but that's it's really what I had. And then I wrote down a you know like an adult summer camp. Like, what do you think would be like? What would what would that be like? Yeah. And just not even drinking. Like, do you think it would be the same events or like what kind of things do you think you would do? Because there is an adult summer camp. Okay. And it's somewhere around here, and I want to go so bad. And you think I'm crazy? Mm-hmm. But oh my god! So am I envisioning what I think would be a fun? Yeah, like, what do you think are three events that would be an adult summer camp? Even if you know, just tell me. Because I just can't even... Like, I can't imagine what would be, like, the sober events. Because I can imagine... Well, first of all, I don't think adult summer camp is going to necessarily have to be sober. That's not what I mean. So, so what I'm thinking is, like, so in field day, right, everybody's sober because you're children. Right. Okay. Oh, I mean, we, we hope. We, we hope. really we hope, hope the children these elementary are children are sober. Teachers um, may or may not be. But what I'm saying is, let, let's say you're going to like You know what camp. was the best part about field day? What? The popsicles. Okay. Well, again, back to where we're going. Oh. We're just completely diverted talking about popsicles. Back to where we were. But I was thinking about all the cool, like, popsicles you can make for adult summer camp. This is my point, though. Okay. I think that there's two different types of adult summer camp that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about, like, yo, let's play. Like, do you remember in Field Day where you would take a bat, like a wiffle ball bat or something, and you spin around it? Like, two people would spin around a bat, and then you run. You try to run straight. you never seen people do this? I've seen people do this, yeah. I don't remember if we did this at Field Day. See, I think we did this at Field Day. So this feels spin dangerous. around like a, like a mat. Like, well, no, like you make not. yourself dizzy, basically. Yeah, you put a bat on the ground and you have to go around like yeah. four times and then run, right? So it would be like a thing. I know like with drinking, sometimes they have people like spin and then chug a beer or chug a beer and then Oof. spin and do it. Like that's a lot, right? Or like kickball, like if you played kickball, if they had like a oh, kickball yeah, game for your... You that would be fun. They have that, but then you, like, run to bases, right? And you, like, drink a beer at a base. Because they have, like, all these, like... do that. You know, because they just take the kids' games and just make them... Do, do you think it would be better if it's just all drinking? Because I feel like that kind of alienates people that don't want to drink. And also, maybe it's just, like, I don't know. No, no, no. I think that it should be, um... Maybe there's some drinking options and then some sober. I, I think that the... No, I don't think you have to drink to have fun. Because I... I'm going to tell you, like, if I'm going to an adult field day... And I, when I get to a base, I have to drink a beer, but then there's people that aren't and then they're taking it seriously or they're beating me. I'm going to get angry. It needs to be two different kickballs. There needs to be. Well, then two different adult summer camps. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I don't no, know. No, it could be things. one summer camp. And then it's like, okay, we're playing kickball on Tuesday. If you want to do the boozy kickball, that's going to be Wednesday night, you know, in the moonlight. Like that's going to be like okay. boozy kickball. We don't take that as seriously. Right. Okay. Um, but I guess if you could have one or the other, I would choose the sober one probably because you're all adults. If you if you because you could drink afterwards, right? Of course. I mean, that's what they do. That's what adult softball and baseball is, isn't it? And people just drink afterwards. Generally, yeah, I would yeah. imagine. Well, Anyone yeah, I've but, but a lot a lot of times it. they usually take that a little serious too. They they take the softball leagues and stuff serious, right? Which people is why it's after. Um, yeah. But that would be fun kickball. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of games that could be. But fun. also like an adult summer camp is I would imagine lakes would be involved and there'd be like some lake activities right sure i don't know you have to do some research come back and tell everybody what you find for next month on our potpourri episode in july 
I really want to go to adult summer camp. I never went to like a sleepaway camp as a kid. And I know you haven't either. This could be our opportunity to like relive our childhood. Or. As old people. Or. You can go to adult summer camp. (laughs) You can tell me how much fun you had for two weeks at adult sleepaway camp. And I'll just hang out here. Oh my God, we could tie-dye things. Like, I always like that part about camp, like the arts and crafts. Because I did go to day camp. Yeah, I, I worked at a day camp once. And uh, the best part was the pool. Because the kids just hung out at the pool. Yeah. They got to go to, like, a pool. And they that got, like, swimming fun. since they were young. That was cool. That 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 was cool. But I was not into, like, arts and crafts. What about the popsicles? Like <sighs> what about them? They were a good part of the camp experience. I, I would assume s'mores. Okay, but, like, as an adult, you can just do that stuff, too. You don't need to, like, go into a a camp setting and have a shitty peanut butter and jelly sandwich and everybody's wearing the same fucking shirts. You know that you can't eat peanut butter in a camp setting anymore, right? Like, kids can't bring peanut butter sandwiches to school. Out. No, because, really, people have such bad allergies. It's, like, real. I know. Okay. Let's do this. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this shit up. That was our potpourri for June. Hope you guys enjoyed. We just kind of let it loose. This is always our let it loose for that month episode. Now, who the fuck is going to buy us dinner? It's going to be me or it's going to be you. Let me get started, Jen. Mm. Give you the first question. Okay. In the popular Chili's restaurant commercial, who was on a deserted beach singing that they wanted their baby back ribs? Shaquille O'Neal. In sync. Oh, I didn't know. Obviously. All right, I'm going to give you uh, how many, how much of a grace should I give you on this? Okay, how many times is the word dude spoken during the film, The Big Lebowski? I will give you 20 in each direction. Seventy-four times. A hundred and sixty. Okay. That's a fact that you should know. What was the name of the diner turned coffee house where the gang from Beverly Hills 90210 hung out? Oh, the Peach Pit. One nothing. What color is the... What color is the genie in Disney's Aladdin? Blue. What color is Aladdin's vest? Black or purple. I'll give it to you. It's purple. Yeah, I was like, it's like a dark. It's not blue, but it's a dark color. What uber popular country singer of the 90s released a pop rock album under the fictitious persona Chris Gaines? What? Um, Garth Brooks? Garth Brooks really? is correct. <laughs> oh my God. The Garth. Okay. What is it? Is it? It's... Two to one, but okay. I asked you first. Which move was not something you could do to do on an original bop it toy? Pull it, twist it, bop it, push it. Push it. Yeah. Two two. What does ASL stand for in internet chat room speak? Age, sex, location. Wow, look at you. Depraved person. 
hanging out in all the chat rooms. Are we still going here? It's now three to two, so now you have to ask me one question. Right? Because <laughs> I, you got one wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you got in sync. Yeah. No one. I oh mean, no! Yeah, I yeah. feel like you just won. I don't really feel like. No, you got three right. I've only got two right, so I need one more question from you. If I get it wrong, then you win. What was the name of the personal avatar used in AOL Instant Messenger that became a hallmark of instant messaging? Buddy. Mm-hmm. Three, three. Okay. You want to do? You want to do one more? Or you want to call it a draw for this episode? Let's call it a draw. We're gonna call it a draw. Jen. Yeah. Where can the people find us? They can find us on Instagram at BLC Mixtapes. They can find us on Twitter, BLC underscore pod. That also has our 90s wrestling content in that one, but that's okay. You can deal with it. Maybe you'll like it. I don't know. You can email us at BeckyLeftTheChat at gmail.com. And you could like us and subscribe to us and rate us if you want to be super nice. Yeah, we're here for it. Yeah, we'd really like that. Let us know. Now. Helps a lot. Really does. This show is produced by Pat, edited by Jen, sound mixed by Jen, researched by Jen and Pat, executive produced by Lena and Winnie, <laughs> and our sponsoring editor-in-chief of BLC, Velcro. That's it. That's what I got for him. Catch like. us next week. Yeah. June movies. Fuck yeah, June movies. Batman Returns. We'll get into it. Maybe a little Patriot Games? Maybe a little Patriot Games. Maybe we'll find out what exactly happened in the movie that you uh, told us about last week. Who knows? Oh dear. But for now, we're out, kids. Bye. Bye.